Understand your market like Taylor Swift so that you can influence your niche like she does the world. By going to a Chiefs game, Taylor made ticket prices increase by 26 to 35%, but how did she get so much influence? Well, she wrote songs that resonated with the pain points and ideal outcomes of people across the world. Her music touches on the human experience for so many people and it sounds good. For Taylor, she wrote about her experiences and it resonated with people who have gone through the same thing. This shows that the best market research is to be the market. We can't all do that though. So other ways include surveying current customers, talking to other businesses that serve the market, reading high-level data about the market from research firms, putting yourself in the client's shoes literally and figuratively, and finally, you can read their social media comments and Google reviews. Resonate with your market like Taylor by understanding your market like Taylor, and eventually, you'll influence your market like Taylor. So, you wanna influence people like Taylor Swift. And really, Again, the best way to do this is to start with being the market. Go serve somebody who currently has a problem that you used to have. And if you used to have the problem, that means you solved the problem and you understand the pain points and the obstacles they're going to encounter along the way. And if you can do that, of course, that is the best way to understand your market. You are the market, you've researched yourself. However, that's not everybody. Some of us are going into companies and serving people who Honestly, we are not that similar to We've never had a business like them. We've never had a family like them. Maybe they're 30 years older than us, whatever it may be. And if that's the case, you start with surveying current customers. So if you have a current audience, either on social media or current customers in a business you're operating or in a business you're looking at purchasing, remember to survey those current customers for psychographic information and demographic information. What does that mean? Demographic information is really you know, age, gender, location, kind of the high level statistics, kind of what you would get from a market research firm. But then psychographic information is, what are the questions they're asking? What are the pain points they have? Why do they use my product or service? What are they experiencing before and after they use my product and service? And what do they think about that? And so psychographics is really, okay, how is this person thinking? And that's really how you niche down People who own this type of business in this location may be different than people who own the same business in a different location because the psychographics are different. Even though the demographics, they might all be 55 year olds who have a net worth of one to two million that have three kids and are married, right? But the psychographics could be different because of the culture in the kind of local market being different. So after you've surveyed current customers, another thing you can do is talk to other businesses. And if they're your competitors, this may be hard. You may have to figure out a way to um, kind of get around that, figure out a way to collaborate, to understand your market together and serve them together. But one of the things that has been so helpful in talking to other businesses for me, in my W-2, we're trying to reach a demographic of people that are looking to retire. So they're older, they're a bit wealthier, and we went to this huge retirement community and they literally are a business and they serve our target market and they have a magazine that goes out to our target market every month and 95% of the people in their community read that. That's a very high concentration and engagement from the people we're trying to reach. And I wouldn't have known that and I also wouldn't have known the other products or services our target market is trying to use if I didn't get a copy of that magazine that's going out to that retirement community. So that's an example of how talking to other businesses can help you. Chances are they already keep data on their ideal client. And if you share an ideal client, you can use 
some of that data. And again, you can talk to businesses to get high level data. For example, we got statistics on kind of how engaged they were. They segment them kind of by community and by age. I didn't know that. And so you can find people who have stuff in common within the retirement community. So I can, even though the retirement community is targeted, I can get very targeted. I understand the demographics and psychographics a little bit by the ads in the magazine and how the, um, how the other ads are phrased. What pain points are they trying to solve? And then another way you can kind of work with businesses is just common knowledge. See who their most common customer is and see how you can interact with them. Go read some reviews, which we'll talk about later, but we typically know a good amount of information about people just from observing the world and just from knowing how the world works and the different stages of life. So if you kind of put yourself in their shoes by, you know, visualizing and stuff like that, which we'll touch on a bit later, you can tap into common knowledge and be like, hmm, I know that as you get older, your body typically hurts. So those people probably want stuff that helps with longevity, right? Like somebody who's 20 doesn't want longevity. So you can get some broad pain points that then you can formulate questions to get specific on just by using common knowledge. So survey current customers, talk to other businesses who may keep data on their ideal client, use research firms to get high level data. That's really just reading some reports that will again give you some of that demographic and then some of that common psychographic information that is common knowledge. Like old people experience this, young people experience this, business owners experience this, wealthy people experience this, poor people experience this. And so it just gives you high level statistics from those research firms. And you can just Google research firms for insert demographic and you'll get some high level information. You might have to pay for it. There'll probably be a paywall behind it. But another really powerful way is putting yourself in your client's shoes. Literally walk through the types of days your ideal client will have. How do they judge a good day? How do they judge a bad day? When they wake up, what do they do? What time do they wake up? What's on their mind when they wake up? What's on their calendar? Start walking yourself through their typical days, their ideal day, their worst day, an average day, what factors influence their day. And as you walk through the types of days your ideal client could have, do the activities they do. Yes, literally go do the activities. So if you're trying to serve people who are gearing up for retirement and they play pickleball for three hours in the middle of the day, try going to play pickleball for three hours in the middle of the day and kind of see what that experience is like. If after pickleball they go play bingo, but before bingo they call their daughter, do those things. See how it works. See what kind of frame of mind it puts you in. Just get the feel of the activities they do. You don't have to do it a bunch. But if you don't actually go do the activity, at least imagine your day going like that. You wake up at nine, you go play some pickleball, you call your daughter, you go play bingo, you go eat lunch with some friends, and this is the retirement life, right? After you've either imagined their day or you've literally done their day, go congregate where they congregate. Where are they spending their time? Where do they eat? What restaurants do they go to? What information are they seeing on a daily basis? And as you're doing this, you'll probably run into your ideal client, which is the reason you want to go do it. Go do the activities you, they do and you'll find them. And when you find them, ask them questions. And the whole goal of this is to understand them. We don't want people to 
feel not understood when we're marketing to them, when we're selling to them, when we're interacting with them. Because remember, business is about adding value and you can't add value if you don't know what value they want to be added to their life and if you don't know how they want to receive it. So after you've done all that, you've reached out to some research companies, you've done some uh, imagining or actually walking through their days, you've asked other businesses, you've asked current customers, go ahead and read their social media comments and Google reviews. So you have a list of businesses that they ideally work with because you went and asked those businesses what data they have on their ideal client. Now you can go to those businesses pages on social media or their business Google page and look for the best reviews, look for the worst ones and note the pain points and ideal outcomes. So with the best reviews, they're probably gonna be like, oh, I love this so much and I love that the business did this and I love that it made me feel like this. You're getting into the psychographics of your ideal client now. You're understanding what experience they want to have with the, business they, with the businesses they interact with. Then you go to the worst ones. I hate that they didn't do this. It was stupid that they did this. Now you're understanding pain points of your ideal client. And when you start getting the best reviews and understanding the ideal outcomes and the worst reviews to understand the pain points, you read a few mid-tier reviews to get nuance around those things. So yes, all the people on the extremes are either people pleasers or they're just people who love to hate. But those middle reviews, those four stars, those three star reviews that have reasoning behind it will probably elaborate on some of those ideal outcomes and pain points. And that's how you can start to really understand your ideal client. And in doing all this, you are congregating where they're congregating, not in person, but online. So go and follow the pages they follow. Analyze the posts that are getting the most engagement and analyze the businesses that are getting the best reviews. What's the common thread? As you write down this information and as you understand it more and more, you'll be able to kind of get a profile of your ideal client that will set you up to serve them best. So that's what we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you on the next one. And remember, we are a community of people judged not by our wealth, but by our impact.